Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Professor Ken Coates is back with us, University of Saskatchewan. He's the Canada Research Chair in Regional Innovation. He's a Monk Senior Fellow in Aboriginal and Northern Issues at the Macdonald-Laurier Institute. And Professor Coates is with us to talk about what we've seen over the past few weeks of protest in Canada. And as we spoke about uh, Professor Coates last weekend when we reviewed uh, an op-ed that you wrote December the 4th for the Globe and Mail where you predicted what is happening now would in fact happen because governments have not been, uh, shall we say, proactive when it's come to dealing with protests evenly. Here we are dealing with the situation we're dealing with today. How are you today? Sad, to be honest. So hor- horrible entering your program in that particular way, but but I, I agree with your sentiments, and I've, I've I've never been more concerned about the future of our country. Certainly not since the rise of the separatist movement in Quebec. So I, it's a sad day. When you say you're concerned about the future of our country, and I was there as a I was a kid, and I didn't really understand what was going on, except they were blowing up mailboxes close to the high school I was going to. I walked by one that blew up a half an hour later and took off uh, the arms of Sergeant Major Walter Leja, who was a bomb disposal expert in the Canadian military. And I never forget his name, never forget that, that, that scene. When you say you are, you've never been more concerned, other than you know the beginning of the Quebec movement, how worried are you specifically about the continuum of Canada as we know it? Um, sort of moderately for the first time, really, since the, the rise of separatism in Quebec. Um, I think what we've seen, and, and I think the Prime Minister is personally responsible for a big portion of this, is a sort of a sucking of the soul and vitality out of the country. Um, he's told us that we're a nasty country, a mean country, a wrong country, a fundamentally flawed country, and he's told us that so many times um, with, with a good intent. I mean, I don't doubt his heart, I just doubt his methods. Um, but in fact, we've got a situation where Canadians don't care very much about their country. Um, people calling in to talk to you care about it passionately. Ironically, a lot of the people who, who showed up in Ottawa care about it passionately. But as a nation as a whole, we've sort of just fallen into a rut. And we can't, quite frankly, people can't define what it is they like about the country anymore. And, and we actually need a political class in this country who actually believe in Canada, who want to challenge it to be better, um, who are going to help create a better and more dynamic future for the nation as a whole, um, and who actually have the sort of the personal gumption to get to know Canadians as, as groups. Um, not just to sort of deal with them and, uh, you know, some of the comments coming out of Ottawa about the trekkers were just mean-spirited and nasty and totally unnecessary, but also about anti-vaxxers and people that dare to protest against them. Um, and add that to a government that basically doesn't believe in sort of enforcing the rule of law, and you really got a problem. You know, we really have a problem in this country, and I, I, I hope we can get it right again, but our, our politicians of all political stripes have let us down. Uh, over the last month, couple of months, and in fact, over the last, through the pandemic. So so I'm not very, very confident about things going well. We're not going to fall apart in a massive, horrible, you know, guns blazing civil war. But sometimes, you know, a divorce that happens because people just stop loving each other is even more painful to watch. Yeah. You know, the prime minister uses words like misogynist and racist. It was the Prime Minister of Canada who appeared several times in blackface. He should remember that, and we should remind him. But when you look at what happened in Ottawa yesterday and what's happening today, I agree with you. 
I was on the air when much of it was going on yesterday. But I went and watched it. I PVR'd a lot of it, and I watched it last night. It is it is sad. It makes you sad. You say, and this is the country where I came to as a 13-year-old, and I had the opportunity and the right uh, to grow in Canada, to become a Canadian citizen. I joined the Canadian military. I had, I had a chance to grow and make a life for myself. I owe this country everything. I hate to see what what's happening, and the and the uh, the separation of people. It's 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 really saddening. Can it? It really just tears at your heart. It it does. You know, and, and you'll know the other side of this, Roy. And, and and we've talked many times over the years that there are so many Canadians who love this country like crazy, who see its values and its and its traditions and its customs. But you know, we're we're basically have have allowed to downgrade almost everything we truly believed in. Things we were great at in years past, like hockey and curling, we now struggle to be great at in the in the in the present, and everybody else has caught up with us. Um, I always find it so funny when you ask university students to say, "What is it that defines Canada?" They'll say, "Oh, yeah, we have a national healthcare system." And you sort of point out to them that, in, in terms of international standards, our our system's kind of mediocre at best. It isn't great. It's let us down, not because of the doctors and the nurses and the hospital administrators, but because of the general planning for the overall system has let us down terribly through the pandemic. You know, and, and so so what else is there? Where, where's the where's the thing to rally around? Where's the thing where the leaders t- call us together to sort of do something good for the nation as a whole? And I always think, I, I feel badly saying this, but the pandemic was an opportunity in one sense to do that, to ask Canadians to to sort of, you know, pull together to a common destiny. Um, instead, we got a government saying, don't worry, we're going to cover all your costs by, by mortgaging the, the next two or three generations. Um, and it sort of took the, the urgency away from many individuals to sort of look seriously at what was going on and, and to make the kind of sacrifices that would have would have actually allowed us to come out of the pandemic stronger instead of weaker. And so here we are. We've 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 driven everybody a bit crazy. We're all stir crazy. We've all had enough. We all have have pandemic fatigue. And, and at the end of that, you've got an emergency measures legislation against against Canadians that seems massively over the top and totally unnecessary, and, and a very tepid response. Uh, I cannot quite frankly understand the NDP's response to the, to the legislation. This is completely counter to their traditions of J.S. Woodsworth and Tommy Douglas standing up for freedom and liberty in every way they possibly could, and now they just go along with the government on every file, and it's really depressing. So, you know, I'm looking for, for sparks of, of brilliance and ideas. Um, there are many, many hundreds of thousands of passionate committed Canadians who want to see a country do better. Uh, but right now, there's no linking tissue. There's, there's no sort of you know gathering force. The political parties don't do that anymore. The national media doesn't do it anymore. There's, there's nothing that really holds us together in a strong and passionate way. And that, that, that's hard to imagine how you come and get stronger in a rapidly changing chaotic time that we face globally in, in over the next 20 to 30 years. Yeah. I spoke with the uh, critic or the shadow minister for the NDP yesterday for public safety, Mr. McGregor, Alistair McGregor, and he kept insisting that the NDP is going to keep an eye, a very close eye on uh, on what's happening. And if they don't like what they see, I'm paraphrasing, then they will step in and they will no longer support the Emergencies Act being uh, brought in by, by Mr. Trudeau. That sounds like a really weak response they they never should have taken the step they took in the first place. That's essentially admitting that. But when they say that, they're they're telling us that they're not committed to the decision they've made. So it's a political decision. But Ken, if, final question. Let me come back to your students. If 
if I were to walk into one of your classes, virtual or otherwise, and I were to ask all your students, are you hopeful for the future of Canada? And what are you hopeful about? What would they say? Um, they would actually be surprisingly positive uh, because they are a very entitled generation and used to things coming around to their benefit and they can't really imagine a world without it. So generally they expect things will work out okay. Um, ask my students five years after they graduate from university what they that answer how they answer that same question. And they're far more concerned. Housing prices through the roof, uh, difficulty finding the kind of career jobs they hoped and aspired to get. Um, the, the groups who are still in the class are kind of optimistic and bubbly and enthusiastic, and you got to love them for that. Uh, the ones who, who've left are facing the reality of life. And, and they're actually finding a situation that I find all too distressing of many of them sort of, well, I guess I have to leave the country. Um, that's a really hard thing to contemplate. You don't leave the country just because things have gotten a little bit hard. You stay and you fight for it. I don't see much fight. I, I don't. I don't. I see people who are kind of like the internet. They go around the barriers and 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 don't sit there and, and, and try to tear them down. And and I think we need a nation of people who really want to fight for Canada and want to believe in it very strongly. I wish we could see it more strongly. I wish we could see more passion, more enthusiasm. I just don't see it. Yeah. Stop handing out participation trophies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.